Hey, if you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. I go purely what the numbers say. And what the numbers are telling me is that when they are on the road, they are good. Now, why is that? Let's keep the focus where it should be, Andy, on the families. <laughs> I was just sitting there being true to the numbers. Right. That's why people call me a numbers guy. Nobody does it. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Good Monday morning, everybody. John and Lance along with Dell for the next three hours here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. And boy, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, try to stay focused, guys. Football weekend. Football weekends are so good. I mean... From I was up. Did you stay up for that Colorado game? I did. I was up one thirty. Yeah, one 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 thirty. I watched. I was like, I gotta go to bed, and I just couldn't. I I gotta see if Colorado State can pull this out. It was such a good game, man. Shadour, that last drive, ninety eight yards. That was so good. But so I, good. but I gotta say, I don't want to get too far into that because we got other stuff to talk in first segment. But but that might have know, been Colorado the best State, thing over the weekend, though. It was fantastic. Yeah. And Colorado State was running around hitting everything that moved. Jay Norvell had his guys. Ready to play. I thought their quarterback, Nicolosi or whatever, I thought that kid was good. He was good. I was like, who is this? Yeah. He was, he was uh, Fowler Nicolosi. Okay, a little respect yeah, to the mother. Yeah, Fowler Nicolosi. A little Nicolosi. respect. You, you, you're a little out of line yourself. He was, uh, man, he had arm, He had some arm strength. He was accurate. Like, yeah. while Shador got all the, the publicity well, in the game, the other quarterback was really know, good. Now, he, it was a ton of crossing routes. Well, More crossing routes than I've ever seen in my life. Well, at 14, that's all he did. Holy yeah. crap. Mm-hmm. How many targets did that kid, kid have? The two tight ends, number five and number 87, were killing it. Yep. Uh, it was a, the Colorado State-Colorado game. It's weird. A three-touchdown favorite in Colorado against Colorado State. Like, it was, they were a three-touchdown. This isn't USC-Colorado, yeah. Colorado, even if you want to – because Colorado's hype train is, is as strong as anything we've seen in years. Colorado State and LA and, and US or Colorado and USC is going to be huge. This is Colorado and Colorado State. It's not really a. I mean, it's a rivalry game there, it but is. not around. It really there. is though, but but because not around don't the country, you remember though. there wasn't a, there was a time there where Colorado State was beating Colorado regularly. Yeah, but it's not a rivalry that extends beyond Colorado, the state of Colorado. No. It doesn't really mean a whole lot outside of the the state of Colorado. You would have thought this was like this was like Ali. This is like Ali versus Frazier. This was like. You know, Texas versus USC in the national. Everyone's there on the sideline. Right. It's, it's a, they're a 21 point favorite right. against you, against Colorado it started State. At 23, I think. It went down to 21. Um, that was, that was fantastic, though. I, I, I don't believe I've ever, I don't know the last time I stayed up till after one o'clock to watch a game. And I had, I, I couldn't go to sleep. I had, I had to watch that I got to thank was Colorado fantastic. State. I know we got other stuff to talk about, but I got to thank Colorado State for bringing exactly what was needed to that game besides forget about the norvell stuff that that that's baked in a lot of different stuff what he said but the uh, but colorado state decided you know what as lance said we're gonna hit everything that that yeah. moves travis hunter you you spoke a lot before the game all bark no bite we're gonna bite you a little bit and they and unfortunately for him he wound up in the hospital i don't know he'll be yeah, out a couple was, games it was a it was, it was, a, a it was, was an excessive 15 yard penalty i thought jay billis put it best he goes in our in our sport you have flagrant twos. That was a flagrant. It two. was. Yeah. It definitely was. It yeah. was. But I will. I will thank them for saying. You know, we don't care who you are, Colorado. Uh, despite all your transfers, despite the hype around you, we think we can beat you. And, and for and for three and a half quarters, they played better than them. And then we saw what happened at the end. So I know we have to. I guess if we want to cast Colorado as a hero, fine. But we needed a good villain. Yeah. And Colorado State did provide that. Yeah. yeah, yep, yep, yep. It was that was great. That was great. That was the, and you know what? It, it's Oregon this week. That's going to be yeah. They go to Eugene. Yeah, th- I think that's where it really shuts down. I don't know that there are going to be a, as many celebrities on the sideline for Colorado. Did you? I don't know. You did you guys watch the U.S. version of The Office at yes. any point? Yeah. Do, you know there, that meme where peak where uh, where uh, Steve Carell's character is like 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 slowly shoving a door closed on an old man and telling him to move. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what I feel like for all the non. 
every every Saturday college football people who just jumped in because of the the Dion stuff. I just want to. Sh- I don't hate Colorado for being good and what it might mean. I hate them because it brings all these people to the to the game. And I'm like, I just need Oregon to put them. You know away. what this I is? Just need Oregon this to is put like them if down. Dance Gavin Dance, your favorite band, uh-huh. started becoming mainstream, uh-huh. mainstream. and you had to you, deal you with. You made that up. They're not uh, mainstream. Don't worry about him. He's just he's no. Saying, they're not mainstream. He's reaching. But that's your favorite band. Sure. So you yeah. don't have to worry about them being mainstream. But how pissed off would you be if all of a sudden your concerts started getting feel, filled with a bunch of people who haven't been on the train the whole time? Look, it would piss you off. It would. I'm not that. You'd person. be annoyed. Not I, pissed would, off. It, You'd be annoyed. It wouldn't bother me so much because most people go to those concerts are stinky white guys. Yeah. So it doesn't bother me. If you want to get more popular, it'd probably mean more right, women were there. What if the black community this? jumped in on Dance Gavin Dance? In on your and you say, "Hey, I'm the guy." No, nah, that's not me. I wouldn't mind it so much. And you say, See, I, "Hey, I, wait a minute. This is my thing. You guys back out of here." Just this, like college football is for you. I don't know about dance. Whatever. Don't worry about it. He's, dance, Gavin, don't, dance he, is abandoned. Don't, don't worry means. about it. How about Jeremy Linish? This is pretty Jeremy Linish. It's bringing a lot of eyes oh, to no, the no, table. No. I got it. And I, and I, it's going to kind of. It's going to fizzle out when they start playing better people. No, but it's not going to fizzle out because the, the recruits that are now calling Dion and blowing up his phone, they got a chance now to get so many if players. If Dion sticks around. If he sticks around. If this Bro. is his if this is his goal, yeah. which I'll be honest, this should not not be a goal for Dion. The idea of the pro football, my dad coached college and pro. I've talked to a lot of coaches. Nick Saban is this way. He understood, I can control my own destiny in college. You can't do it in the pros. Yeah, right. You're up against con- player contracts. You're general up against manager. general managers. You can't, you're up against salary cap. You can control your own destiny in college. And, and there Deion, ain't no salary cap. <clears throat> and Dion can, and here's the thing on Dion, and I, and I said this last week. Dion Sanders appeals to the young kids and urban communities. But when he sits down with parents, and I'm talking about white parents, I'm talking about old school black parents, I'm talking about hardcore, you know, disciplinarians, Dion's going to do well with them too. Yep. Because behind the scenes, he's a great father. He does all the things. You know, he is a he is a disciplinarian in in football. He is an old school coach. He has both. He can he can go into any room. You know how our guy Alonzo Heisman can go into any room yep. and do well in any room. Yep. Dion can actually do well in any room. Oh, and he's got a big much. He's got a huge name. Huge name. I know he's yep. he's going to he is going to get recruited. That used by to you. be that was Saban. You know he walked into even in yeah in Blindside. You know she was like oh Nick Nick Saban is you know is here. That's a superstar walking Ballad. into the room. Yeah, before he did the balloon thing, right? No, 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 no. It was after the He balloon. never did the balloon. Wait, 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 wait. It was after you mean the... to tell me a southern white lady swooned when Nick Saban yeah, walked right. in somewhere? But listen, that's what the moms are going to do when Dion walks in. Now it's in. Lane Kiffin. Yeah. No. Oh, my God. Lane Kiffin. I don't know if it's Lane Kiffin so much. Well, it's not Kirk- it's I mean, not Kirby he did, Smart. He did lure Jackson Dart. What about Kirby, Kirby Smart? Oh, oh Jackson Dart. We got, we got hey, so much to discuss, but Who's Lane the Kiffin- best quarterback? Who's the best University of Texas quarterback right now? Is it Jackson Dart? Quinn, yours or University uh, of Texas? He went to USC. Jackson Dart? No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm, no. You're talking about Hudson. Hudson Card. Oh, Card. I'm thinking about Hudson Card. At yeah. Where's Purdue. oh Hudson's actually doing he well did, at Purdue? He did, he did, no, yeah. but who was the other guy they had there at the same time? It was Hudson Card. Who cares? Who cares? Who? Why am I talking about? T- but no, you know what Colorado is? I figured it out when I'm watching and I'm seeing all these people on the sideline. And this is when it this is when it hit me. They flashed into the they flashed into the into the crowd. And there's kind of a Hispanic lady with really a, a, a subpar eyeliner job that she had put on her eyes. Mm-hmm. And she just looks kind of, <laughs> but she's happy, but she looks like, you know, she's beaten down Monday through Friday. But, but it's a He's fan base. A lot of that, judgments. Well, what I mean, what I what? mean by this is I saw the fan base. When you get tight shots on crowds, yeah. it, it's a little different. You see who the actual individuals are. And this lady looks like somebody who's just cheered for Colorado for years. Yeah. And she just, there's nothing pretty about it there's nothing that's that's the rock and i start thinking this is welcome to wrexham this is literally the superstars have come in Deion sanders and this little colorado like oh my god <laughs> look how special we are everyone cares about us and right. look at all this it attention is. we're getting knowing that if Deion left they would go back to being yeah. just colorado and it felt like i was watching welcome to wrexham you it have is kind of all these stars if you haven't seen it you will definitely get that vibe well, who was the it? woman who made the quote she said i don't care about you know what I, we're finally good. I feel great about our. T- I don't care what yeah. anybody said. I don't give a rat's. And we're finally good. And then she goes, "We coming." Yeah, yeah. Is that when I saw the lady? He goes, "We coming." 
And Mark Mark Jones goes, we here. All right. Uh, I guess, okay, so we talked enough about Dion in Colorado. But that was the big, actually the biggest, uh, the biggest thing this weekend. Not the second Houston. biggest thing was Colts-Texans. Okay. It was, <laughs> we're going to avoid the other uh, one. Okay. Remember last week when we let, right, right out of the gate well, with Astros? Well, sucked again. Goodness gracious, Astros. How in the world? And they're still, they're still got a game in half I have never How seen. How in the world? You got, have lost four of the last six against the A's <laughs> and the Royals. And you and you're like gaining games. On you're, it? You're How do you lose and gain game? I, it's like teams are losing double headers uh, on the who are chasing them. How do they have on a one and a half game lead when they're losing this much? And it's just amazing. The, dude, they're just backing the up. bats showed up on Saturday, and JP France didn't. What in the? This, this is really on. they are totally backing into. They're backing into a playoff spot, not just a division win. They're backing into a playoff spot right now. The pitching has never been less sustainable ever. What is I don't going know that, on with this the pitching? pitching is so bad. This starting pitching is so incredibly inconsistent, and 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 when they're not good, they're terrible. I do not get it. And you lose the first two. You had to win yesterday seven one to avoid, and you got a lot of runs late to avoid a sweep by the A's. I mean, <laughs> by the Royals. Well, I mean, by the Royals, which is worse than to, the A's. You first had to avoid the A sweep. Now you had to avoid a Royal sweep. <laughs> Well, and you got the Orioles tonight. You got Justin Verlander on the mound, and who knows what he's going to bring? You know, he he's got he he gives up a five spot, and he calls a players only you, meeting for are everybody you, to, to to focus. Are you home and away or away? You're here, yeah, which is terrible. So if the Orioles sweep the Astros or win two out of three, you would theoretically, if you had anybody else that was playing decent baseball right now, they they throw a three game lead on you. You wouldn't have any chance, and yet. These teams are playing so bad also. Nobody wants it. Well, hey, listen. <clears throat> We're down to the last 12 games of the season. And um, Brian McTaggart put out yesterday, Justin Verlander start game one. Brown will start game two. Game three is undecided. That's Javier's spot. It, you've got 12 games left in the season. And you've got Christian Javier where you don't even know if he's going to make his start. You don't even know if you can start him anymore. I mean, it, it is. it has gotten to a point where – it, this is you're in desperation mode. Honestly, after Hunter Brown's last outing, you're like, "Oh, that's pretty good. That was pretty good. He did a really nice job against the A's. Got himself. They got a lead for him with Blackburn on the mound because everybody just crushes Blackburn. But you, you know who game? I guess you know who game one and game two are. It depends on what Verlander does here. I mean, you probably start Fromber in game one. I don't know because Verlander's been pretty inconsistent himself. You might start Fromber in game one and Verlander in game two. I think it's a cool, I have no idea who's game. This is so unbelievable how bad, how bad this starting pitching has become. I don't, I mean, I, I, I mean, it's, you, it's, uh, it's who would you like, start today in game three? Hunter Brown. Hunter Brown. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. JP's never been there. I, I know that when Hunter's at his best, he's really good. I guess Hunter Brown. I guess. Or Keedy, but it's not him. Or Keedy's not even it's, in the rotation. Keedy has been not even around. That's why, that's why I like Or Keedy. I'm <laughs> like, well, maybe Or Keedy, maybe he's. You, just, I just don't have one. I guess I'd go Hunter Brown. Um, it's it, you remember how COVID. You know how COVID is like. You can't avoid it. You just get it, and it's super contagious. It's like the Astros have some type of not the actual COVID, but something that's super contagious what? because. One, Christian Javier got it first where he's like, ugh, Christian Javier's kind of bad. And then like, hey, Hunter Brown's, he's got it too. He's kind of bad. And then Fromber was kind of bad. The bullpen, well, actually it came in through the bullpen. Yep. The bullpen got everyone sick with whatever this disease is of bad pitching. Now the bullpen's mostly no, no. over it now. The bullpen has the been bullpen's over it mostly yeah, over yeah, it. Yeah. But right now the uh, – the starting pitching has whatever this is, and it's spread throughout the staff. It's yeah. spread throughout the staff. There's nobody in the staff who's impervious to it. You all have it. It's just a matter of how can you get better from it. I, I, have, I have no idea how you're going to get better from this because the pitching, the starting pitching has just been atrocious, just atrocious. And look, since he uh, – Urquidy hasn't pitched since the eighth. This is uh, – this, this is <laughs> – 
since the San Diego series, he hasn't pitched. And then he was, they threw him in there for four innings, and he gave up five runs. Urquidy is, again, it's the postseason, it's getting towards the postseason, and Justy has just kicked him to the curb like he's persona. He's not even part of a team anymore. Is he? Is, is, did I miss something? Is Jose Urquidy hurt? Maybe somebody could tell me because I don't remember seeing that, that he was hurt. All I know is that he was, he was the last time he pitched was on the 8th, and he has not pitched since. And that's what exactly what happened to him last postseason. Dusty just said, sorry, you can't be part of this anymore. And he's told him, telling them again that, as opposed to Christian Javier. Now, Javier's last outing, five innings, and he gave up two earned runs. Three runs, two earned. Yeah, it was fine. But it was, that was okay. That was okay. But apparently, Brian McTaggart, he tweeted it out yesterday. He said, it's it's Verlander and Brown, and we don't know who's getting game three. And that's her, that's Javier's spot. So we'll see what he does. 714 ESPN 97.5 at 92.5. 713-780-3776 is the number. We'll talk about that Texans game on the other side. I have some thoughts that are going to run contrary to a lot of people. Okay. And it's probably going to upset some people, but that's fine. Yeah, we can do that. We will do that on the other side, but right now we're talking about HRP. And if you're upsetting pe- people, are upsetting other people at work, then they need, then you need HRP. You need HRP to handle that. We've had that. We've, you know, we have had, and you know what? Yeah, absolutely. No, not me. David Gow even said it on the commercial. It's not Granado. David Gow. Who's yeah. that? You, <laughs> you remember him. He's, he's, you remember. You have the same birthday. Okay. Not that anyone knew or. Or treated it that way, but whatever. <laughs> you know, how come no one ever wished no, you a happy birthday? I know he got this July spot, but what what would happen would be is like they would give him like a cookie cake or something, and they're like, "Oh yeah, do you want to have a piece?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bad thing to share with the CEO. Here's the deal, though: if you're looking for the best way to, okay, if you have a problem like Dell, you need HR. Okay, this is what you need HR for. You also need payroll. You also need a, a company that is going to be so good at the Affordable Care Act that they they really, really – because if you're trying to do this yourself, and if your business is growing and you're trying to take care of the taxes, you're trying to take care of the payroll, you're trying to take care of everything that goes along with HR, you just don't want to do it. You need HRP, hrp.net. They are awesome at what they do. We love them. You will love them too. If you have any questions whatsoever, you can call up here and ask for Laura, and she will tell you exactly – what HRP does for us, and and you know what it's going to do for you. Get a customized plan for your business, exactly what you need. HRP.net, 281-880-6525 or HRP.net. ESPN 97.5.com on the Chase Long. I've got a Chase Long in my dressing room and a pack of warm beer that we can consume. Houston is all systems go! You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerli. You know, we've had a little tough series. Um, we just, you know, we had to come out and be ready to play. We had to win today um, with Framber on the mound. Um, yeah, I just wanted to set the tone, come out with some energy. Um, obviously, day games are hard to hard to get going, but, uh, you know, we really, really needed this one. That was Chaz. Yep. Astros really needed that one. There was no question about that. And they got it. And they got a game and a half lead. Amazingly, the way that they've been playing lately, they got a game and a half lead. Um, so the Texans. Let's move let's on get, to the Texans. Yeah, it's football season too. Let's get to some football season. We only have seventeen of these. We ain't having eighteen. And this is number two. Okay, so I will say from the game and sitting at the game is a little different than at. I prefer home because you just get a you get a lock in on. You went you hear, to the game. Yeah, I went with snacks okay. and uh, and so. It's it's you don't hear announcers and all that, and I'm watching the all, all, kind of all twenty two view. But from where I was, it was a good seat, but it was difficult to to see how many yards were being gained on like running play on certain running plays, things like that. Uh, just I can tell you, not many by the Texans. No, and and I was watching the blocking uh, from, from in terms of that. You know, I was watching the the blocking up front. I was watching what the Colts did. Look. People are really frustrated and were really seemed angry, and I get it. Um, Anthony Richardson had two touchdowns before he got hurt. He was out of the game. Uh, but Gardner Minshew actually was a nightmare. Having Gardner Minshew come in as a backup, watching Gardner Minshew just take every smart throw that was there, make every throw on time, read the defenses, Gardner Minshew was unbothered. Unbothered. Mm. If He's if, a really good backup. He was. He is a really good backup, and the Texans just couldn't. 
they couldn't really trick him. They couldn't get him thrown into spots that were bad spots. Okay, so so D'Amico talked about that exact thing, having to face. You know, you 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 prepare all week. Although it didn't look like they prepared all week for Anthony Richardson. No. The first two drives are just so amazing that they would that they, they the Colts did whatever they wanted against that defense. It was just awful. But then you got to face Gardner Minshew, and it, it changes things. It didn't affect our game plan much. You know how they like to call the game, right? Short passes. That's what they continue to do. And for us, we just have to be tighter in coverage, and we have to make tackles when you know that's called for us. The play is called for us to make. We have to make them. They didn't. They didn't against Anthony. It was so. Here's the awful part about it. Listen, CJ was great. Nico is hey we're seeing Nico that combination that skinny post that he does how many times has he hit him in that scene? He's a good player. He well how many times it's that same play. Yeah, Nico goes down twelve yards, does a little post skinny post, and he hits him. He must have eight completions this year on that pass. Nico's doing great. Robert Woods is doing great. We saw Tank Dell and yeah. he, he broke out. CJ looked really really good, especially with this offensive line. When he had time to throw. He threw accurately. Yes. And, well, he had, and there, was there was some throws that he was – there was some stuff that he was missing on the field. Um, yeah, but – But but in general, I think he had a – in general, I understand that what the, what the argument is going to be is it's garbage time. I've already seen this argument. That's not true. A lot of garbage time. I thought – There was no garbage time in that a, game. They came back and they were actually in the game until the very end. In the game? Yes, Listen, with they were five down eleven. Left, they're only eight point, eleven points down. They score and they're in. They're they're it's a one score they game. Weren't. You really felt like they were. Yeah, if you score, you make it a one point game. They were in. They no, weren't really they were in the game. Very much in that football game. Very I didn't much. feel like in the game because I didn't think it was going to be easy to score. Well, so actually, I take it back. You did have a touchdown to Tank Dell that was taken off the board by a, a penalty. Yeah, like you were your own worst enemy. Then you had that long touchdown catch that was he stepped out of bounds yeah i mean things could have maybe been a little different you may have been able to put some because colts were clearly just trying to run out the clock yeah they were just playing well, not to now, lose. now listen you did have the big lead but then you kicked a field goal then you scored a touchdown now you're 11 down there were eight minutes no they, they scored their last touchdown with 10 minutes left in the game you're only uh, you're eight 11 points down with like 10 minutes and nine minutes left in the game you're very much in that football game you could have been if you were scoring well, they did, and they got called back. Holy yeah. crap! And then he takes a. Well, sack. that's why you can't like, you can't get him called back though, John. No, you don't, I, you're I not good enough to where you can have well, anything. And they're shooting back. themselves in the foot. Offensively, they were great. Defensively, it's the same thing though. God, I mean, wait. Will Anderson after his week one, Will Anderson basically was not there yesterday. They didn't even. You know, the Colts weren't even chip protecting. Like Will Anderson got handled by Bernard Raymond, uh, second year, who wasn't good last year, but. He's going to be good. He's a former tight end who's still learning to play tackle. But it was it was linebackers are not fitting up. I mean, it's the same issue where they just don't read their fits. They get beaten by any kind of misdirection. It's it's they're not very man, they're just not very uh, instinctive linebackers. I knew that was an issue for Christian Harris coming out. This this is this is a this is a concern. The D line got their and the D line got their ass. They got their ass in. They got their ass. I mean, when you're listen, they average five and a half yards per carry. The Texans average two yards per carry. Of course, you have to take. I do have to take this with a grain of salt. Yes, he was sacked six times. They averaged two yards per carry. That offensive line is atrocious. It is atrocious. There's four guys missing. There are four guys missing there, off that offensive yeah, line. Yeah, the offensive line's bad because it's all backups. It was a preseason offensive line. Josh Jones instead of Larry May Tunsil. is such a huge difference. Is, 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 Josh at guard is fine for me. Yeah. Josh at tackle, especially at left tackle, is not going to be good. No, that's and, – and it showed – I mean, it was I, – I, that's why I have to take everything. But C.J. throwing for 384? Yeah. And two touchdowns, no interceptions. This offense, I'm telling you, th- this is why people have to. I understand the frustration. I'm not going to tell you not to be frustrated, mad. It's been, you've been watching for 22, three years. I, I, I see get a it lot. Of, I got a lot of hope. I do too. And I watch that game, and I see everything, and it's and you. I, I didn't really think you were ever going to win that game. Not after it got, you know. I mean, it was 14-7, but after that, it felt like, you know, now we're just. I just want to see how these guys play. But I'm not worried. I always knew it was going to be bumpy for them at the beginning. It was going to be bumpy for C.J. Stroud. You don't have your right tackle for the first 
few games. This time you didn't have your left tackle. You don't have your starting center. You don't have a starting, you know, left guard, whoever that's going to be. Listen, it's a bunch of backups on the offensive line, but when C.J. Stroud had time to throw from the pocket, he was accurate. Yep. He threw with great placement. I thought Tank Dell was exciting. Nico Collins is starting to come into his own. There are things to like. Now, the running game is a concern for me because you have to be able to run the football. How are you going to run the football, though, with that offensive line? And we are all I mean, a honestly, bunch of back, you're honestly, all a bunch of backups. Honestly. You, I, I can't blame uh, Damian Pierce. Hey, I mean, Pierce ran the ball well last year with an offensive line yeah, that, that was, that offensive line that was, was better than this was one. Better than that. Well, you had more starters on it. Yeah. This one, things will get – let's judge this when you have your offensive line. You have line. one starter on this line. You have one. Shaq. That's it. Uh-huh. Shaq Mason's the only starter. I mean, Laramie Tunsil out of yeah. – this better be a one-and-done one thing. Well, he's, he's got a knee. In. He's got a knee, and so we'll see how long because it took him like 12 weeks with a thumb. So I can't imagine a, a knee is going to be like a, a, about two years. Relatively speaking, a knee is 12 years. Okay, uh, 713-780-3776. We got what did you learn this weekend in one sentence? You got that. If you want to if you want to come in with that, you're more than welcome. We got all kinds of stuff from this weekend to talk about. We haven't even touched on it. We got sound that we will hear from the Texans as well. We will do that on the other side, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Right now, though, you got a little kinetics. QC Kinetics, the company who, what they do is they specialize in treating chronic pain. For those of you who suffer from chronic pain, it's going to be in the joint. A lot of times it may be um, arthritic and it, it's the most common are going to be knee, hip, uh, back, your shoulder. These are issues where a lot of people will suffer. And uh, we have a listener who tore his labrum in his shoulder. Started with QC Kinetics when he said his pain level was at about an 8. And he said after the first treatment, it was already down. After a couple of days, it was down to a 4. He went through another one, got it down even lower. And that's what happens. They make your life enjoyable again. If you deal with chronic pain... You know that it's it's no fun. You're constantly finding ways to just survive it, live around it. Are you going to take aspirin? You're going to take stronger pain medicine. You're going to get those shots. You're looking at surgery. How about there's an alternative? Treating the joint with regenerative medicine that restores and regenerates damaged tissue in that joint. You get your pain. You reduce pain drastically, and in many cases, you get mobility back. You get your life back. So make sure that QC Kinetics is a phone call that you make before you go through any surgeries or shots or have to take any more pain medicine. It's 713-913-5285 or go to qckinetics.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? Who? Jack Burton. Me. Peanut butter sandwich food truck. Selflist.com. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the Offensive Masterminds, running an outside zone on your intelligence, John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back. And speaking of the Cougs, the Cougs, they uh, lost this weekend and did not look good doing it. They, uh, they, they, they averaged 1.5 yards per carry. 1.5 yards per carry. Of course, Donovan Smith's minus 10. In college, don't they still consider a sack a, a, uh, a run? Instead of team I'm rushing just, yards, yeah, I don't. I think it, I can't yeah. remember I if think that, that, that think, may be. It's one I, of the dumb things that college football yeah, does. I think that's. I think that is the case. But in, regardless, he 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 carried twelve times for minus ten yards. Um, they just don't. They don't. They look terrible offensively. This is not a good defense. They look terrible. Donovan said they they averaged one point five yards per carry. Donovan threw two interceptions. No touchdowns. No no offensive touchdowns. Defensively, they just couldn't stop them. Uh, it's not good. That they was had a not good. Now, early too to put points on now, the board. They missed uh, field this goals. is the first year uh, in the Big Twelve. That was their first Big Twelve game. This is the t- this is a team that's a lot better than they showed against Colorado that first game. Although offensively they were great, defensively the the second straight week the TCU has actually picked it up after Johnny Hodges called them embarrassing, the laughing stock in college football. They have played played better defensively. They, I don't know how good this University of Houston team was supposed to be in the Big Twelve. Uh, when you're just getting into it in, after all the years in the American, and now you're supposed to have a Big 12 team, I don't know that that's going to be the case this well, year. Well, in the odds, they were la- they were tied yeah, for the yeah. last place. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't think they were supposed, they're not supposed they were to. They're not supposed yeah. to be good. And you know what? They're not. I would have thought that they would be better offensively. I would love – I heard of a I heard a guy talking about 
Dana and this offense. And I couldn't agree more. They need to get back to the Texas Tech stuff. Mm-hmm. They really need. He really needs to open this thing up and say, "Screw it." You know what? We're not. We're, we, they can't run. They they haven't been able to run the ball effectively. This is not. It, that, that was that was awful. It was awful. They can't do it. They need to spread it out. They don't have the talent. Out of the, although on the ends with Golden and Brown and Manjack, they have the talent. That's where they're at their best. Spread it out and throw it down the field and see what happens. As opposed to this, yeah, I it mean, was, it was, it's, it's not good. It's I not mean, good. It's, it's not good. It's not exciting. It's not a lot of fun. The first game was the first game was good. Second game, I mean, second game was exciting. I shouldn't say that. Second game was very exciting. This one really wasn't. It was for just a little bit, but you know, watching watching that game, and I'm flipping through a ton of different games, and Houston's on 26, so you, it's. It was a yeah. A good, no, I watched. A I, didn't, I didn't flip through games. I was watching it, and it's 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 hard to watch right now. It's hard to no, watch. No, it it wasn't. Yeah, it was. And you do have some. I mean, offensively, you have some guys who can make some plays, but it's you know getting the ball in Golden's hands, having them hang on to it and make catches uh, is something you're going to have to. You know, it's been an issue at times over the last couple of years. But defensively, you just don't have the impact. You didn't have a pass rush the other day. You could you could just feel you didn't have. You weren't putting pre- enough pressure on uh, Morris, and that's that's something that the Cougars secondary I don't think is good enough to just hold up for long stretches of time. So it was not a good game for the Cougars. Uh, it was we got we've got some college stuff we can we can get to at some point because it's uh, you know Houston's going to be a discussion just because well they're local, but also. You know that's gonna Dana's gonna have a lot of pressure on his on his back the rest of the way going in, and we'll see if Houston can. In the past, they fought through adversity early in games. I mean, early in the season, and come back. They're gonna have to fight through that adversity again this year. Texans are on two, uh, and they're gonna fight through adversity. But you know, you mentioned the fact that I'm kind of the same way. I'm in a holding pattern because I don't. To me, this is going to be about second season versus first. The first four to five games to me. Is going to be very bumpy because of offensive line and learning the offense, but second season's what I'm interested with, and and that's going to start after about game four, game five. To me, I think the starting point is when I see Laramie Tunsil, Juice Scruggs, and Titus Howard all in the field together. Once that happens, I'm like, okay, let's see what this is about. Yeah, because you got quarterback C.J. Stroud's going through stuff, and I think C.J. Stroud shows. I mean, right now C.J. Stroud's a better passer than Justin Fields. Justin Fields this is his third year in the league. C.J. Stroud's played two games. I'd, I'd, I'd take C.J. Stroud 100 games over 100 games over Justin yeah, Fields. Yeah. Even though Justin can hurt you with his legs more, Justin can't read a defense, and I don't think that's changing. C.J., you know, this is I think this is a good type of you know scheme of offense, but there was some of the play calling. I, I, was, I was a little curious. I didn't love some of the runs on second down just because I thought I typically would have, but it was clear you were not going to be able to run the ball in the Colts. I thought it'd be instead of going into a third and six situation, I'd rather they, frankly, I'd rather he thrown the ball in second and eight. I'd have been like, you know, I'm not, we're not running it twice in a row ever. Or if if we have an incomplete pass on the fir- on first down, we're not running on second down to to make it third and seven or third and eight. I I'll throw it all all four all three downs because I'm not taking a chance on trying to run it. That's a give up play this again in that game. You knew that by the fourth quarter, like. We can't even keep them honest. Not not if they're playing a, a base front. But I was, um, you know, what's interesting now is you look at this for the long term. You got a big wide receiver who I think has a chance to be a very capable number two in Nico Collins. You got your nifty slot who can also return some punts in uh, in. And he got a little banged up yesterday. I don't know if you noticed yeah, that he Tank did. Dell, but then he shook it well, off. He was right he back on like the field. It was just a quad or something. I mean, we, yeah, yeah, he kind of. But you know, it's a, he's that's a little guy on a was it a punt? Yeah, return but he or got something? he got hit around here. It wasn't a yeah. I, I thought you know what a, he ran it right off though. Ran he, it right he, off. He kind of yeah. He he came off and I'm like crap, and I'm looking for him. But you know what? He was on the field for the first play yeah. of the next series, yeah. so he was out there. I was keeping an eye on that. And, uh, and you know, Robert Woods just that you know he's just a veteran who is just kind of a bridge veteran. You really need a number one wide receiver at some point. But once you get your offensive line healthy and you get a sense of who they are, C.J. Stroud, I've got some positive feelings about him. I think the offenses, I like Damian Pierce. I like Singletary as the second back. I think the offense is actually 
going to be. I think so too. Uh, I, I don't know about strength, but I think it'll be an average NFL offense by by the midpoint of the season. No. The defense is where. Well, how about get some some guy like you said? I'm not judging it until Tuttle. I mean, that they did that to me. What they did yesterday, which was thrown for 384 yards. What they did yesterday with that offensive line is amazing. If you want to know this, to me, it's amazing. Here's D'Amico. D'Amico talking about I, I I I'm I wasn't thrilled when they drafted CJ. I wasn't sure about CJ. Right. What I I don't know about you, but what I've seen in the first couple of weeks uh, from CJ Stroud, I am really encouraged. Here's D'Amico talking about the job that uh, CJ did. I thought CJ did a really good job uh, managing the offense. He did a really good job. You know, guys around him play a little better. Uh, but CJ does that every week. He just built on what he, he built on what he did last week. Continues to uh, put the ball where we need it. Right, make good decisions with the football. So I'm encouraged by CJ's play, and he got better this week. Now he also did say. Uh, he also did say he talked about the running game. I'm not sure if I agree with this, but okay. It now it, they did fall behind, but you still had plenty of time. You they they scored on their first two possessions. You there was still plenty of time left to run the ball. They just couldn't run the ball. With the runs that we had, I felt like we ran it better. I feel like the backs ran it better. We were more physical up front. It's just we got too far behind too early, and it leads us to having to throw the ball a little bit more. And what credit to CJ and the receivers for the job that they did in the passing game, right? We had to throw it. They knew we were throwing it, and our guys still converted and made plays. Yeah. I don't know if I would agree with that assessment. 52 yards, 2.0 carry. I didn't think that their running game was effective at all. Their <laughs> long run was 10. I, I'm not I'm not buying 0% effectiveness. Yeah, I'm more interested in the defense, honestly. I mean... Your defensive line got its ass kicked. Uh, they physically, they just physically beat you up. The now, you don't have any safeties, right? No, and that hurts. Yeah. That hurts. I was keeping a little bit of an eye MJ on MJ Stewart. Actually, played. He played. He was active. That's for sure. Yeah, MJ Stewart is a physical player who. Yeah, yeah I like. Murray I like him as a backup. I mean, you're on your fourth and fifth safeties. Yeah, you can't rebuild. Rome wasn't built in a day. You can't real rebuild an entire team in one year. But after this next year in the draft, you don't want to hear that already. But Drafting free agency, you got a chance to make a huge jump in the 2024 season. But we're in we're in season. I, I think I'm just going to be on a, in a different place than a lot of fans because I was. I understood how pissed the fans were. There were fans who were super pissed yesterday, right. and honestly, I thought that was a game they were going to win, and and they got beat by 11, and they had to come back to get beat by 11. So I get the frustration. I just I think this is going to be something where. I'm just moving on to the next game, the next game. My frustration is going to happen down the road if certain things don't happen. I, I, I'm not going to get upset with four offensive linemen missing. You had an entire – show me a team that is going to play yeah. well with four starters missing it ain't from the happen. offensive it ain't line. Happening. All right, what it's hard enough with one tackle missing. Now let's have two tackles missing, a center and a guard. Yep. What did you learn this weekend in one sentence? That's coming up next right here on ESPN. So give us a call. You learned something this weekend. I don't care what it is. You can call in. You can you can get on me. You can get on Dana. You can get on Casario. You can get on your wife. Get on your wife on your own time. You don't have to be mad about it. Some maybe you learned Man. this isn't the Aryan of grievances. What? Well, okay. Maybe you learned that Hello Kitty is 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 more fun than you thought. I don't know. I don't. It doesn't. I don't know. It's. It, it How could, would you find that out? I, I have no idea. Maybe your daughter, you were playing with your little daughter, and all of a sudden, hey, Hello Kitty is actually something that I like. Okay, is it a I don't game care. or just a... No, the, I don't know the whole thing. Here's the deal, is all you need to do is give us a call now. It's 713-780-3776. What did you learn this weekend in one sentence? You learned about your patio. Uh, I did, or it's a segue. I didn't really learn anything new about the patio you that know I... It. That I already that I already knew about, um, but I can tell you this: the weather is now patio weather for me. I've got the fans down there blowing on high, and it was the humidity's less now. The weather's in the lower nineties. Um, in the evening, it's great, it, I, fantastic. Sitting outside, have my cocktails. I took my I've had the uh, the cover on my outdoor patio, my uh, 
on my couch. I took that off and sat and enjoyed some, turned on the, the TV and was streaming something, enjoyed a drink over the weekend, had a really uh, fun time doing it. Can't wait. It, having your own outdoor living space, your out, own outdoor kitchen is awesome. And we could talk swimming pool at some point, but we don't have, you know, I, I don't have a swimming pool, but a lot of you guys are going to get it. You can swim pretty much year round in this weather, it seems like, but Boy, grilling outside, spending time with friends, spending time with family, having a time where you can just sit out there with your your wife or your husband and enjoy your home is something that really makes a big difference. There's a lot of people who are not buying homes now because the the rates are so high. They just they don't want to spend that money. How about you put a little into your home and turn your house into a home with a great outdoor kitchen from Texas Custom Patios? Go to TexasCustomPatios.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Insert random audio clip now. What's the recommended amount of dedicated wham I should have to serve? You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right. So what did you learn this weekend in one sentence? There's something that that happened. Did you maybe it's with your wife, with your boss, maybe it's with, you know, football, maybe it's not, it doesn't matter. It's lear- that you learned this weekend, but you get one sentence to talk about it. One sentence. So we fly through this and as soon as somebody is off, you can get on. Someone three seven eight oh three seven seven six. We start with Ocho, que pasó Ocho. Yeah, I learned that Benching A.J. Brown for Puka Nakua was a smart move for my fantasy team. Thank you. Puka, Puka Nakua. Nakua with, he set a record for f- most receptions over a two-game span for a rookie out of the gate. This guy's getting targets like he's Cooper Cup. I know. And he's, catch, he's playing like he's Cooper Cup. So in my other league, you have to bid. on guys. You, it, it's not a waiver wire. It's, right. a, it's a bid. He went for $17. He, and I was like laughing at the guy who did it. He goes, "Oh wow!" And sure enough, but he didn't start him. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Paid seventeen dollars for him and didn't start him. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Martin, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? Yeah, what I learned this weekend is that AJ Hoffman and uh, Fred Fowler have a podcast together on on Thursdays. And it took me back to the good old days of ninety seven point five. Yeah, his Falcon Cast. Falcon Cast. That's true. Yeah. Fred and AJ, are, well, it's, it's Fred's, and then AJ comes on. I don't know if he comes on every show, but he comes on. So, Thursday, yeah. he says. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, he did. Um, he is doing that. Nice. That's something he learned. Uh, yeah, also, I learned from AJ this weekend that somebody had said something about Shadur being better than Caleb Williams, and he said people just say stuff. And slow down on Shadour better than Caleb Williams. I'm with AJ on this one. Let's right. slow let's let's slow that roll just a bit. But I will say this. Shador is moving up the rankings, isn't he? Uh yes he Shador is. Shador can play. Yeah. Shador oh. yes. No, Shador is a good player. Yeah. Shador's a good player. L S U Brian, what'd you learn this weekend? Wait a minute, start not only is uh, yeah, I learned this weekend that not only is the SEC wide open, but I don't think there's a single team in the country that is, you know, just blowing everybody out no. and it's guaranteed number one. No, you're right. You're right. Even Texas struggled with Wyoming till the fourth quarter. But Mich- Michigan struggled. Georgia struggled. Uh, there ain't nobody that's really as dominant as has been the last couple of years. No, there's not. Um, I learned this weekend that Alabama doesn't have a quarterback. No, they don't. Not only do they not have three quarterbacks, they don't have one quarterback that can win at a decent level. No, no. They were bad. They were bad. I learned that behind Milrow, it ain't good. Uh, Titan Adam is here. What did you learn this weekend, Titan Adam? All right. I think the uh, Texans and Cardinals should just get married and move to Canada. Thank you. Hey, I'll tell you. What does that mean? I don't know why you're putting the Cardinals in there. The Cardinals married. played tough in week one against the, the Commanders, and they played tough this week against the Giants. The, the Cardinals what ain't. a choke job against the Giants. Yeah. So you're up 20 nothing at half. Like, And then the Giants. I give credit to the Giants. But Daniel Jones looked really good in the second half. He did. Sick, they're down 60 to nothing in six quarters of play before that second half uh-huh. yesterday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, the Giants, yeah, they, they they don't look good. But the Cardinals are playing tough. And it, the, the, the terrible thing is the Texans gave them their draft pick. Oh, my gosh. Instead of the Browns pick. La raza que pasó, mijo. Yanni Granati, Lance Schmitzel, Del Vecito. Balloon. Balloon. Gentlemen, good morning. Gentlemen, good morning. So, (laughs) do you believe, do you believe that there is a kicker named Jordan Hayes that's 31 years old, married with three kids, and playing football in college? What the hell is that? (laughs) That's what he learned. That's what he learned. Where does he play again? I don't know. I hadn't uh, heard of him. I saw, no, they were, yeah. He's got three kids? Yes, yes. He's 31 years old. What? He's got three kids. He's married. Good for him. God bless. See, he can play. It's not like the Astros. They can't play at home because of wife and kids. But apparently this guy can. Jordan, 31-year-old. Congratulations. Is that his name? 780 Oh, Tom is always interesting. Let's get Tom in here. Hey, Tom. Morning, gentlemen. What I learned this weekend is that a relationship I have can end at last call, and within three hours, I'll hear from the crazy redhead. Mm, nice. Well, at least you got the re- crazy redhead on hold. That's good, right? I guess. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It's hey. Oh yeah, CSU's kicker is the one who's thirty-one. Oh, he is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, they I didn't. got like three, yeah. They got like three different types of stories going, storylines. Yeah, CSU's kicker is the older one. Oh, I, didn't, I, I didn't even I, catch that. Something, something else that I learned. Is that good, uh, I saw some good college. Like college kicking is way better right now than it's been in a few years. I saw some guys where they're well, just one sentence, one sentence. Uh, one sentence that's all. Uh, underrated mess. What did you learn this weekend? I learned that. Dana is in it for the long con, and there's no way you can stop a Van Ginkle. Uh, Van, Van Ginkles Ginkle? are yeah. unstoppable. We yeah. already knew that. Yeah, we knew that. Yeah. We already knew that. You can't stop a Van Ginkle. You can't, you no, can't no. stop Van Ginkles. So let's get Jay in here. Jay, what'd you learn this weekend? I learned this weekend that there's a small college here in Houston. They got their ass kicked by Portland State 91-0. Yeah. Dear Lord. Yeah. H, who, who got beat that bad? It was yeah the ninety. It was ninety one to nothing. I didn't. They're in Houston. It, it wasn't HCU. No, they wouldn't get beat. No, like that. no, 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 no. Who? I saw the ninety one to nothing score, and actually there were a lot of highlights on Twitter. North American. That's the name of the school. It's it, it's here in Houston. I, you tell me. I, Hold on a second. We're barely in North America. Portland State has been involved in an eighty one is in an eighty one to seven loss, loss to Oregon yeah. and a ninety one to nothing shutout against North American. They beat the entire continent of North America. Wait a minute. Is it's it an all star team? It's in Stafford. Yes. Wait a minute. What? We, how can you have a university called North American in Houston when we're barely in North America? But we're in. That, yeah, it still counts. Aren't we? Hold on a second. This is like a Bishop Sycamore of college. Um, no, they have their own official website and everything. Now, I just, I just learned it, too. I, I just learned that. that. Oh, I, didn't, I, I saw the score. I didn't know North America was here. North American We got to get the coach on. No, we don't. <laughs> yes. I promise we don't. Yes. He, he, every, needs, a, he needs a show. Every, every button will change immediately. We, he needs a show here on the, on 97.5. Why don't you Why don't you schedule him right after Dana? They can play each other. See who wins. Wins the game. Oh, I know. That's yeah, it's no, so no, no, up. no, no, no. You insulted him a little wow. bit. You're a I'm little out North, of yourself. I'm looking at North American's website, and these kids are the smallest, skinniest guys <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. You, you know, like they, they don't have. Let's look see at if this. You write somebody up. Does anyone has anyone ever lifted oh a weight God. out of those pictures? <laughs> have a weight room. Honestly, you look know at what? Them. The Touchdown Club needs to get them a weight room. Yeah, can the RBI Foundation step in? And- no, the Touchdown Club is what does that. They get weight rooms to high schools. They do? They need to get one to North America. Well, can't the RBI kick in also? They're going to need a lot of stuff they over there. You know those kids work out at a 24. <laughs> you know they don't work out at their own gym. No. no. John, no what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? What's going on, fellas? Good morning. So I learned that if you, if, if you cheated in your girl's dreams, 
you might as well cheat in real life, man. You because she gonna make that? a whole deal out of it. Holy you just God. learned that? You cheated in her dream. You just learned You're a that? Bad person. That has been well, going on. Yeah, John is all in on if you cheated in yes. dreams. Yeah, you you cheated. You don't think that my Votto. wife caught it when I found her with Joey Votto in my dream? Okay, she caught it in real life. You mean she caught it in real no, life? No, with, she with caught you, it in real you. life. Yeah. with my dream. That's she right. She didn't catch Joey Votto. That's not well, in my dream she did, yeah. which is good enough. And then, yeah, and that's good enough. So John you found out the I hard way. You Joey Votto forever? No, you do. Yeah. And John's pro- and John's like, what did I do? It doesn't matter. Doesn't if you matter. do something in your dreams, there's going to be that's, a carryover for John, at least a sorry, day. you just learned that? Will, what you learn this weekend in one sentence? Will? You got to press the button. There it is. It's hey, frozen. Will. If you're not familiar with the Starlink satellites, and you see them in the night sky, you'll think we're being invaded by aliens. Well, I don't know what they well, are. I, I still am not familiar with I'm them. Not e- not I either. will think that. Are we being invaded by aliens? Oh, I saw in Mexico where they had E.T. made out of stone. <laughs> that was an E.T. or an alien. Sure it was a paper mache, I think, of, <laughs> of some kind of little E.T. I don't know about what you're talking about, but if I saw it, I would think we were being invaded as well. So, well, I don't know about those, so you're right. I will think that. Finally, Cruz, what'd you learn this week in one sentence? You know what I learned? That Oktoberfest in Munich actually starts in September this past weekend, and it's awesome. Oh yeah, what Oktoberfest? Oh yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna be uh, when we're in Germany. We're gonna take it part in a little Oktoberfest. Huh? I guess so. Well, yeah, because it's gonna be going on when we're there. I yeah. know. My wife said it'll be going on when we're there. So yeah, that'll be look great. To that. I learned that my wife is, Steins a beer. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have one. Yeah. She won't. She's Could not a beer drinker at all. Ask for a Coors Light. Not in Germany, I don't think. What the? You can't get. It. Then I'm not going. I don't think. I you don't weren't think invited. You well, I'm not going. Just so you know, <laughs> no. if I was invited, I wouldn't go. I'm not doing that. That sounds like something from Seinfeld. <laughs> Just so you know, Jerry. <laughs> all right. How about John? You showing me those pictures of the videos? Just, the videos, they're awesome. They're awesome. Yeah, Ivan does an incredible job. Um, they are awesome. John Daspin. I saw it again during one of the football games this weekend. John Daspin's TV commercials. I know some of you are seeing it with University of Houston, where you have uh, the U of H. Some of the some members, different members of the U of H football team. He's got one with Georgia that's coming out soon. He's got one with University of Texas. One with Arizona State. Uh, Arkansas. Arkansas looks incredible. And uh, John Daspit is growing his practice outside of the state of Texas. But, you know, Texas is his home base. Texas is where he went to school here in the Houston area. He went to University of Houston for law school. He did his undergrad at Texas. John Daspit is definitely a man of the people because what he does is fights for your rights. He is not fighting for your right to party. He's fighting for your right to just exist and exist after a severe accident. If you've ever been hurt badly in an accident, you can turn to John Daspa because he's going to fight for you to get your bills paid, to get your hosp- you know, uh, all your hospital bills, your your physical therapy bills, any of your pain and suffering, uh, time missed from work. He's going to make sure that's all in consideration because you know what? It's not fair that you should have to go through that and not get a fair settlement after it wasn't even your fault. Make sure you have John Daspit on your side. Call 713-CALL-NOW right now if you have that issue or anybody that you know and love. Uh, needs someone to stand up for them. It's 713 call now or daspitlaw.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Sweet Sassy Molassie. Sweet Sassy Molassie. Get out the checkbook and pay grandma for the rubdown as the Spurs beat the Heat 